0: Hi guys, before we get into our review, just give you a little heads up. We recorded this video at my brother's house during his birthday weekend. He used only one mic, so the sound's a little off. So we appreciate if you just bear with us on this recording. And plus, it is a little long. Hope you enjoy. Rotten Tomatoes has this Star Wars series rated at 88% by the critics and 84% by the audience. And I need to know what the hell are we smoking? The good stuff. Apparently so, because I cannot match this. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to a Tell of the Two Bros. My name is Angel. I'm a Don. Where we give you a review at least once a week i not wearing sleeves this time. Yes. Spoilers. We have now currently streaming on Disney Plus Season 1 and 2 of The Bad Batch. Yeah. By the time we we're reviewing this, Season 2 just ended pretty much about a week or so. At the end of March, it ended. We're now in April. End of March,
1: because uh, they were still running uh, Mandalorian.
0: Originally, we watched this through your channel, Nerd Tots. We watched it weekly. We gave our thoughts on it. To me, it started off like in the bang, but then had a lot of highs and lows. Yeah. Honestly, I am not a huge fan of this Dave Bologna run production. In the sense of series that Star Wars has, that's all streaming on Disney Plus, you have the Clone Wars, you have Rebels, you have the Bad Batch, you also have uh, Resistance. You yeah. ask, then you also have some short stories here and there, something Edge of destiny or whatever that short stories they they do and visions visions that came out but which that's more like a one-offs one-offs and or else stories yeah else world stories here this takes place right after order 66 was given yeah and then it just tells the story from there on about on five clone soldiers yep I thought that the first episode was amazing. It had a callback to Rebels right off the bat. And then later on throughout the series, we have a little bit here and there of callbacks to Rebels. Clone Wars 2 being that they're they're focusing on these five clone troopers. You have Rex that shows up. But what about you? What was your initial? Because I know that you kind of feel the same way where it didn't live up to the expectations that we put in our heads.
1: Okay, since we're talking about both season one and two,
0: yes. There,
1: there was, you summed it up right when you said there's highs and lows in the in the season. Season two, I think, flowed better. Not much better, but yes. Yeah, season one definitely felt more choppy. It's weird because you want to be focused on the Bad Batch group and be like, this is where the focal point of what makes the show really interesting. But no, what makes the show really interesting, in my opinion, was the side stories. The one soldier that uh, didn't go with the group. The What's happening with the Empire. I know someone that's a fan favorite of Omega, too, I, at work. And I've had this argument with them. I'm like, Omega is a character that is a MacGuffin for no reason that we know of yet. It's going to be in the third or fourth season. And at the same well, time, it's going to be something I'm going to be like, uh, it wasn't necessary. No, it's probably not necessary at all.
0: Well, there isn't going to be a fourth season. There's going to be a third and final season.
1: They say it's going to be final because a lot of contracts will say, like, like Voltron said, we'll do like so many seasons, and then they're like, we'll extend it because we got so many views and let's keep the Story
0: going. Well, we'll see. But right now, Dave Filoni did make an announcement that there'll be Bad Batch is scheduled for this third and final season. Now, if he's saying playing with the words and saying and making as if it's the fourth season because it will be the final season, then maybe we get four. But right now, as it's implied, there's only one more season and it will close in the ties. I don't know how because how it, season two ended. If there's going to be the last season, it's a lot of catching up to me. My problem is, is that it had too many side missions oh absolutely it felt like a video game it felt like as of like assassin's creed where you have the main story but then uh enzo or whoever is the focus point of assassin's creed that there they meet other people and these people ask for help and it's like your mission of the week well yeah but that's what i'm saying like in, in assassin's creed you have that thing where like enzo's walking down there's an alley or a street what have you and he meets a maiden or or shopkeeper or whatever that tells him hey i need some help do you mind this guy just robbed me or this person just uh killed my brother but i can't no one yeah. help me get revenge and so enzo would take on the mission to do it and so that's what we had here so many side missions it it did not in my opinion help drive the movie or the show forward of the characters.
1: I don't disagree with you, but I think they had more side missions in the first season than they did in the second season. I I feel like the second season, they were like a little bit more cohesive on the story. Uh, Yes and no. Unless you felt like it was equal in both parts.
0: Well, the episodes were equal. Okay. So yeah, um, on the episode count, there's like two seasons, and I believe there's 16 episodes per season, but it felt like there was more side missions in the first one, not as much as here. Mm. Okay, this is what I liked about the series, is when you had, or when you witnessed the changing of the guard from the clone troopers to the regular uh, the regular troopers, excuse me, when you had Palpatine and the Empire... Putting their plans in action, in action. You see, Grand uh, Admiral Tarkin coming in and setting up things. Even though I do find it kind of fast that it yeah. happened after Order sixty six, that everything was like pretty much like in that true. But
1: so basically, what I was saying was well, everything besides the
0: main Bad Batch was interesting. No, it wasn't. Like Admiral Tarkin, the Empire. Oh no, the but, Empire. But, but yeah, like,
1: okay. But they were more interesting than the five main group that you're supposed to be following
0: but no i i disagree on that okay i disagree because when they were doing the side missions yeah that's what i hated it was the side missions not the characters the, the thing the side missions did not help move their story further
1: oh yeah no i i love the characters super omega even
0: though she is better in season two she's not she, as yeah an, she she's not as annoying she's like i'm omega uh yeah and, like and she I, gave I up wanna, the, I the pronunciation
1: thing she to,
0: yeah they gave that up um but she had a little bit there just true and granted there is some time between season one and season two she's a little more mature or a little older it's not back to back from season one she's and learning right how to drive now but what i'm saying is like when you see them, when they when crossbones um hair what i say crossbones yeah uh, crosshair excuse me crosshairs on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> when Crosshairs defects away from the team goes back into the Empire, goes you know. I enjoyed that. Episode. No, I did too. But what I'm saying that that's like how the story. Is. But when they're again going to, to pick up an orb or uh, to get up uh, get this uh, mine or spice, what have you, is like I don't care about it. It's not really doing anything. But whenever there was a confrontation with them and Crosshairs or with the Empire, yeah, there, like direct conflict that time, that I liked. That made me go I was like, okay, that's the thing There's, they're like they they're their own they're, they're a rebellion of their own without being a rebellion, of, yeah, a part of the regular rebellion so that's what I enjoyed Season two there was less side missions.
1: I felt like they had a more cohesive story to make yes. it feel like you have less side missions well, it, uh, they had a lot of side missions
0: they did, but the thing is like it, it helped like they helped uh, explain to like Omega why this happened and tech. Or was that, was the, um, the one with the missing arm? Echo. Echo, like why he had to go and he joined, he stayed with the one village and, and what have you. I liked where they're trying to, they're, they're raising her as a child. Like they're, they're all her parents. Yeah. Like you have, uh, the crusher? Wrecker. Wrecker. He's like the uncle. The phone uncle. Yeah. And, and Rambo, uh, Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. I call him Rambo because he just, come on. He come does on.
1: look like Rambo. Come on.
0: He's the father. Yeah. And everyone's like uncles, and maybe if you want to go into the route of uh, same-sex parents. which it, it, it. It's like four
1: men and a baby.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh,
1: so. Or or the movie Three Men and a Girl. Yeah. There you three, go. Three, three Men, men and, and a Baby.
0: Three Men and a Baby. Right by now it's 4 but right. So it's kind of yeah. like the same thing. She was more like a spoiled brat in the first season. An annoying brat. Here she is still brattish, but she's... She's learning... She's getting better, less less annoying, less getting in trouble. Because a lot of times in the first season, she was she'll find herself in trouble, and then they had they had to go save her. She mostly instigated trouble, right? She yeah, she was looking for trouble. Every
1: now and then she did it to here, but like a lot less.
0: Granted, I did like also when Fennec showed up season one. Yes, yeah, well, that's the only thing. Yet. But She showed up for season three. But when I Fennec noticed showed like up,
1: they didn't have any other the bounty hunters. And I and I and I was like, I liked the bounty hunters in season one.
0: And Cad Payne. yeah, as a callback to Clone Wars, it was like that when that stuff came in,
1: we were both excited about that.
0: The, the great fight scene with her and Cad Bane fighting for Omega, yeah, back and forth. I mean, yeah, that was great. But again, they took away from the main thing. Like again, how season, how the first episode of season one, when the order was given, and then they couldn't, uh, they. uh, there was a malfunction in their chip that couldn't get them to obey except for crosshairs that, I mean, stuff like that. It's like, oh, I see where they're going. They're taking a different route from how these clones varied from the rest or how, like, Rex got saved by Ahsoka in the end of Clone Wars. So I was like, Okay, I see it's different. But then the side missions happen. Then you know they, they, of course, they escape later. For me, it was just like ah. ah.
1: No, I get it. It, it Yeah, like well, we both. I remember you and I talking about this and saying like season one when that ended just could have been a shorter season. Yes, it would have been more
0: It If they made like twelve episodes, take away the side missions because a lot of those side missions is more like fanfare for for the kids. Well, not just that, but like for fanfares for of Rebels, Clone yeah. Wars, even the original uh, Star Wars trilogy because they had their Rancor.
1: They had a lot of fan service. Right. More so, in season one. Correct. Yeah. So. Although, the thing about the mech in season two, I call it a mech because it looked like anime. Where like, the, Oh, it's a secret treasure. and They unlocked this secret weapon that was like a... Uh, was that supposed to be like an anime thing? The, like a tribute? You gotta remind me of that one. It's like Wanda Sykes' character. Yeah. I'm not, like, I'm okay with Wanda Sykes, but I just wasn't a fan of her character. Yeah. But um, they find, like, a tablet, and they're like, oh, this is, like, a map to a treasure.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I was, I, it was bugging me, because I'm like, I feel like they were playing homage to, like, some kind of anime mech show or movie. Possibly. I just can't picture it right now but it seemed like 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 the thing like literally yeah. glowed and shot like a godzilla beam out of space.
0: which episode was that one again
1: that was in season two i know that uh, was season two, but it was i would say maybe 11 or 12 like because it was before they find a village where they like uh, are contemplating staying behind
0: well that's when tech did echo echo, yeah, stayed. Yeah, yeah, echo ec- stayed behind
1: no no i'm talking about like tech and Wrecker. we're talking about like making a home for Omega. Uh, Omega.
0: Right, but... but
1: That e- was before then, but not e- by much.
0: Right, but Echo. then he's decided to stay. He stayed yeah, with them for a little
1: Yeah, because yeah, that was like shortly around, yeah.
0: Oh, the, the Metamorphosis. That's the episode that you're oh, talking okay. about. Oh, like, okay. With the the alien. Or no,
1: that's the one with the, the like the aliens episode where it's like a it hatched and oh it,
0: yes, yes, yes. And That reminded me. Yes, it was, yes. Like it was very alienish.
1: Because like that one episode in season one that we were like, that's like a kind of intense episode where Wrecker, his chip was activating. He was like hunting her in the ship. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like just like homage episodes to certain fandoms or servers. Right, I, 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 I could see I can, that.
0: I definitely see that. Do you have a good moment that you can remember from season one? Because for me, season one, the setting aside episode one. Besides setting episode one, with, with Cad Bane and Fennec going at it. That was a good moment. That was really good. And and also moments where Crosshair just almost gets them.
1: Those were moments that brought good tension and like good storyline. right? Uh, or like when Cross, Crosshair is one of my favorite characters. He reminds me of Rucker
0: Howard from Blade Runner.
1: I can see that. Like when he was training, I the, uh, like when he was training the new recruits. Mm-hmm. And like the new recruits, like are not doing what he's saying, and like, oh, he yes. executes one of them.
0: Yes, yeah, to set an example.
1: Yeah, he's an interesting, very dynamic character that and that seems well, like, very straightforward, but he has many layers. What was the he's thing? What onion. Was,
0: what was his thing? Like, good uh, soldiers follow orders.
1: Exactly. And Then that was the thing because they were like, "Oh, he's under the influence of the chip," and they're like, "No, the chip is actually malfunctioned; has been burnt out." And th- there was an episode that right. says that he's like. Right. No, he's like, I'm just following the orders I'm giving like a good soldier. Oh, that set a good precedent because he's like, he's a believer. That record episode I was talking about, like when the chip starts malfunctioning and we realize like he keeps hitting his head and he starts getting headaches Mm -hmm. and then it finally occurs. And I'm, and that was, I was like, that's a but really good We saw good that moment. coming. We,
0: we knew that was going to happen. We saw that as like, is this chip malfunctioning or it is, is rebooting to go back online? Exactly. But then that made me think that Omega was force sensitive. We had that yeah. discussion. Yeah. Like, on your, on your, yeah, that's your a, thing. That's
1: a, that's a, uh, a fan theory. Mm-hmm. And I still stand by that theory that she may be force
0: sensitive. Force sensitive that in the sense in the sense of like, she's supposedly you know, a twin of Boba Fett, since she's a female version. Yeah. And she's a blonde. Her skin's lighter.
1: Maybe they mixed a little bit
0: something in there. My thing was, it's Palpatine. Because it Palpatine yeah. had light hair before he got all burnt. His hair was relatively blonde uh, prior to that. Like a dirty blonde. Dirty blonde. And my theory about it is that what they did was, was Palpatine's plan, because he always saw he was able to, like, Yoda could see the future, but he had to make the for the future to come about, he had to make it happen. He yeah. had to put the, the stones into place. Uh which will also lead into season two. Not necessarily necessarily season two, but Mandalorian and the sequel trilogy. True, true. Right? So they're putting that on the ground. They're putting the they're layering it, they're putting down the breadcrumbs, the seeds. So that was my, my theory. Now, granted, in season two, I could not see any signs of her being force sensitive. Where? The Wookiee. What about him?
1: The, I heard, uh, again, this is from online. Someone pointed out, like, it looked like that for a moment. It was, like she sensed it before she heard it. Mm-hmm. And either, and like, since he the Wookiee was like a Padawan, like, he put it out there, and then she felt like in the force. Mm hmm. That
0: there was a problem. Okay, so then that that goes to the original trilogy where Leia feels Luke calling for her. Yes. So she may be force sensitive. She may have the powers uh, of the Sith or Jedi. It hasn't developed yet.
1: Exactly. Especially if if you don't have the skill or or if you don't know, you don't
0: know. Yeah. So that's where I'm still thinking. I'm still hoping it'll be. It will be a good climax moment. It will be a good. It will make sense. That like they they used they used clone the DNA of Django yeah. and used the DNA of Alpdine and put it into her kind of like how uh, Connor Kent Superboy is Lex and, and, and Clark, Clark Kent uh, yeah or Kal El mix into one yeah that makes sense
1: and I mean it, like they literally say she is a an experiment very much like how uh, the Bad Batch are experiments. So it's like, that but makes they, sense. Like, they're, they're using a base, uh, a base sample, the Django, mm-hmm. and they're influencing that base hang, uh, uh, sample to
0: see if they can make Jedi. Right. But the thing is, like, the bad batch is a bad batch of the other clones. True. Yeah. Right. Yes. Where she is an intentional. Malfunction. Or possibly yeah. possibly. But the thing is like I also also put in in um on your nerd tots that I said that she could be the mother of Ray.
1: I said that to a friend too. I was at work and I'm like, Oh yeah, like like she could be technically, because you could also make the
0: argument that what if the uh like because Palpatine has a son, right? What well, that's the thing. We we say that it was the son yeah we i I think they say or we assumed it whatever you but i was like what if it wasn't the son it was the daughter yeah her but she was blonde too omega yeah right she's the one or it could be not that maybe that is her son or or that he had a son whatever and and what have you but she is omega whatever that is what regardless is still I feel that the, uh, the information of who the offspring was not original but clone granted now in the prequels you have the reveal of who Anakin Skywalker's father was. It's Palpatine.
1: Well yeah yeah because he is uh, they he basically learned- said it's like it's like a byproduct of an experiment that he did.
0: Well he tried right because he learned from his master Dr. Yeah. Plague of the Wise that you can form a life yeah with uh, the the chlorians. And he did it, and he's saying it while he's saying that he's looking right at, at Anakin, even though Anakin's not paying attention. He's looking at whatever show, whatever they're at, and he's like, "Mother Epper, I'm your father." He's pretty much saying, "I made you." Well, no, saying, "I am your father." Yeah, but it just—he's not focused. He's thinking of Padme, whatever. But that's the reveal. Now you can grant it. You know, he's like, "No, Darth Plagueis is like, no, no, he learned it." He killed Darth Plagueis, and then, yeah, or he made it happen, and then after he was able was successful in it, then he killed Darth, Darth Plagueis. Regardless, Palpatine learned how to do it. Palpatine killed Darth Plagueis, Anakin, his son. But now, does that make Omega and Anakin brother and sister? If we're gonna go down that rabbit down that rabbit hole,
1: if we're going down that rabbit hole. I mean. In theory, brother and sister through metaclorine, not by Right. Both. Correct. Because then you, you can argue like they were both creations of like one biological agent and the metaclorin
0: itself. Right. And this one is also by science. Yeah. So one was by religion or faith, if you will. You can argue that's a science, it's just is a different form of science.
1: Like like was it Thor says, Magic is only uh science that you just don't understand yet. Or something like that. No, that's that's Iron Man, right? It's a it's a form of science that we just don't understand yet. I don't know. I so, I feel so, like that was an episode of Avengers like, that Iron Shazam. Man said. That. Sounds like Shazam.
0: But oh, I I didn't watch the sequel, so I don't know. <laughs> like I said, for season one was with Finnick, Cad Bane, when they Really good episode. That was but, more than one
1: episode, but it was really good.
0: But no, the, the one in that... that cloud city kind of place.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that was a really good moment.
0: That was really good scene with those two. Again, every time that crosshairs was almost almost to get his brothers.
1: What about season 2 for you? Any good scenes there? The
0: last one, the last episode. No 99. Oh, that was good. That was good. That was touching. That was that was heartbreaking and I was that- shu- I was shook cuz
1: I was like did, th- did they really just do that?
0: I mean, it makes sense. It has to happen. Someone has to die. New Hope, Obi Wan had to die. And A Force Awakens, Han Solo had to die.
1: They kind of foreshadowed in the sense that, like, Wanda Sykes' character kept putting in moves, and you can see he was starting to reciprocate. And I'm like, that's never a good sign.
0: For me, I was hoping that because they're not Jedi. Jedi. Is
1: yeah, but be
0: pure. Have you story
1: wise, that's never a good sign when you like they develop a love interest because that's either a they're gonna walk off or b they're gonna be killed off.
0: Well, yeah, I guess group B on this one, yeah, I know. But again, we see him fall,
1: you don't see him. like the standard see- rule if you don't really see them die, they're alive.
0: I mean, come on, we saw Palpatine, although that's get- a high height. No, I, I totally agree, but we saw Palpatine get thrown down a shaft, he came back. Even though it was a clone, yeah, he came back. Supposedly, which I don't understand either on that J.J. Abrams crap where how that character is of Palpatine, a clone, when his skin is still messed up, his fingers are burnt as if he was burnt from the shaft. I, if you're a clone...
1: I thought it was like that. The, the, uh, the Sith energy was just causing him, even though he was a clone, Like it's just causing him to decay. I didn't even think he was a clone. I thought it was like, it was him. Me too. Barely surviving. It was a necr- like the necromatic forces from the Sith.
0: No, that's what I th- saw too, because he had an apparatus around him that could yeah. move and function. But, but someone uh, said it was a clone. Yes. I think JJ even said it was a clone. And uh, it, that make, it it makes sense. no sense. If you're getting DNA of a, of a person.
1: unless it's like an imperfect system. Like the energy of the Sith energy is like just causing right. the body to decompose.
0: Correct. But what I'm saying is, is like, if, because they're saying that one that we see in The yeah. Eyes of Skywalker is the successful clone. It makes no sense.
1: That's not the definition of a success that I, I would think of.
0: No, the success of a clone, you represent or re- you replicate how Palpatine was before he got burnt.
1: Yeah. Technically, uh, he should look how he was when he was a chancellor. Yes. If it was a success.
0: Exactly. Before he became emperor, before he fought Mace Windu, before all that, yes, he should look as fresh and clean as he did there. So that's why I dispute that is a clone that is actually him because, again, his fingers are all charred and burnt. His skin is still burnt. um, And he has an apparatus as if his back was broken. Yeah, F.J.J. Abrams on his... Interpretation. Interpretation of who Palpatine is in there. Because that is not a clone. That is the original who survived and tried to make a clone to do it in another body. Because you know in the comic books version, Legends story, that Palpatine was jumping from clone to clone. Because the Sith powers was so deadly and so draining that he needed a new host every so often to jump his spirit into to take over
1: basically like apocalypse from the uh age of apocalypse x-men movie
0: yes right yeah right. so he needed a new host right you were seeking but he had them the clone wars was all an experiment to see if he can live forever which is so always the angle right so he had the jangle fett as a as a sample this is all in the dark empire yeah, well, not the necessary Jango Fett study, but the Dark Empire came out before, I believe, the the prequels and the Dark Empire. That's why you have that story. I, I mean, this is
1: all pulling in line with what's going on with the shows and the movies, anyways. Well, so they're, like, br- they're, bringing, they're bringing it they're, forth. They're
0: trying to bring some of it canon, yes, but again, there's like short stories of showing how Palpatine would. Keep his youth or his age or whatever, like until when he got his Sith powers and what he will do. Like he'll eat Wop uh, rats, like to replenish the the energy he drained while he will command the Sith powers or Sith forces. So I don't know how that works? So, but... No, because the thing is, like when we see him in Return of the Jedi, all or not Return of the Jedi, but Empire Strikes Back, where we first see him and, like all like the King's skin. They did like some flashbacks where he will. Hunter some spell, whatever, use the force. And then that would drain him. And then mm. he'll eat a romp rat or two, and it will replenish him.
1: No, I'm saying I just don't understand how the womp rat works.
0: Well, it's just something he could just... It's just a, it's just a life force essence that he had. Yeah. It, was oh. it wasn't like anything. But was oh, so just,
1: they were like alive, and he would eat them. Right. He'll he'll eat the him. life force energy.
0: Right. he'll eat Well, he'll actually eat them. Yeah. But anyway, the Ark Empire, like Luke, wanted to see... How, like, what made his father turn? Could he go to the dark side and return out? Yeah. And when when he was doing that, when he was searching for that, Palpatine reached out to him. And he was there, and they met as he was a clone body. And then Luke destroyed all the clones. And so, yeah, so Palpatine was actually totally done for good. It was because Palpatine took him to where his lair where he had all the clones. It was like all these chambers he saw on different stages of building up and then you see him and he just comes in so why george lucas did not go with that idea to build the clone wars because i had a a memory a a vision of how the clones were because there was also like a a trilogy that anderson thomas anderson i think his name was that brought out these books and luke meets a deranged version of obi-wan Which implies he's a clone, you know, the clone of a clone of a clone that, that, that yeah. it starts to lose. It breaks down. It breaks down. So he met a, what well, he said, he looked at it, he's like, ah, oh, he looks a lot like Obi-Wan, you know, straggly hair, long nails, like that. And so Anderson set this way how the clones were, were and it says not of these clones based off a one soldier, but clones of Jedi and other people to help defeat the Empire or the Federation. Trade Federation, whatever, in a sense like there was a big war. The Clone Wars was more like a, like the Sith and the Jedi fighting together. But how do you able to take control? You make clones of yourself. Stronger yeah. stronger in numbers. One of me, now make it two of me, three three of me, blah blah blah. And then there's like that big holy mess that they you know, that, that came into my mind anyway, which was implied by that trilogy. But anyway, we that was gone way off a tangent. Absolutely. Until I'm proven wrong, until Dave Loney Finishes the series and we don't see it happen. I still feel that Omega is force sensitive, just like Rey was force sensitive, and she was able to do lightning out of her fingertips on the rise of Skywalker. We won't know until we it happens. Yeah, we get to. maybe, and maybe not. Maybe she is just totally a regular clone. That that one uh, species, whatever, made her a fem- made a female to have of her own a child of her own whatever i don't know
1: okay so for season two we said the final episode good
0: final episode was awesome it was very you can feel the stakes there you can feel that like you're rooting for them to survive bone crushing when tech fell
1: yeah the the other episode we said that was also good was the episode where crosshairs they focus on crosshairs as him by himself with the the general on the ice base. oh that one i liked yeah, when he per- oh my god, when, oh. When, he
0: when he when he got revenge, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was totally revenge. This is when he broke out, like is, no, because
1: he was still technically for the empire because he could have easily turned against him so right. quick. But then he's just like, like this man died doing what you asked, and right. he's like, he's just a uh, like a property. He's just property, and then he just turns the gun on.
0: But what what we see here in season two with crosshairs. You see him. He's starting to miss his brothers. Yeah, he goes into the same chamber that they were in. Yeah, chamber, he's the, isolated the barracks, the barracks. Excuse me, same barracks. Well, no, it's not that he's isolated. That he, his, because he's with a new team. Yeah, but and, they don't sit with him. But where he,
1: where he sleeps? No, yeah, he's by himself there too. I think of yeah, the cafeteria, the cafeteria, cafeteria that no one sits with him. Right. He's like he well, he's by himself only, in the barracks.
0: Well, he's the only clone. Yeah, left. Everyone else is or like regular.
1: They're assigned Sorry. elsewhere or decommissioned.
0: But no, he's missing him. He's all alone. He wanted to be alone. He was happy with that in the first season. But here, he's like, you can see that missing. And then when he meets that other clone on the isolated ice planet, he's starting to realize change needs to be made. Yeah. And when he befriends him and then he loses his new friend, someone he could relate to because he's a, another clone, and he sees his brothers in, in that face he looks at. Yeah. And when he broke rank and broke order to get his revenge, that was a great moment. Great moment. And Not just that, and the way the how they did it too was a slow pace, slow turn, rising uh, raising up the arm like to confirm that he's got to shoot him. That was a beautiful scene. That yes, that was a great scene. You see that crosshairs is broken. Well, he not broken, but he broken that chain of command.
1: Yeah. He's broken in the sense that he's no longer like I said uh, for season one. I would dare say he's a believer, mm-hmm. like he's a believer in the cause, believer in the empire. Right. In this case, he he's no longer of that faith. And speaking of believers, I like the episodes where they um, they were back on Coruscant, even though I wasn't a fan of the princess. I, didn't, I wasn't liking the princess. She remind me of Omega. This is the same actress. I want to say
0: she painted her face. It's like it's like a it, just with her face painted. Blue.
1: Exactly, but everything that was happening on Coruscant, and then by the end of the episode, the em- uh the emperor comes up, and it turns out he was planning for this all along. I'm like, this is masterful. Like I'm not for like you know, like evil deeds, but I had the applause. I'm like, my man, the emperor just masterminded his way out of this situation.
0: Yes. And I believe it is the same actor. For omega and the Princess, right? No, 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 no. Oh, for the uh, Emperor? No, yeah, Emperor. He comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in, you know So let's go really quick on that. We have like Ian McD- McDermott playing Palpatine reprising his role. He did it in two episodes, especially the f- one in first season, one in second season. I feel
1: like they had less guest actors in season two.
0: Mm, yes and no uh well ernie hudson he's from ghostbusters yeah he was there you have also oh, steve Plum. steve Plum is an, an amazing voice actor he was he's wolverine and so many he's snake yeah from the uh, metal gear solid bobby monahan he's from Star starlight, starlight live he's in that he's here you have hector Elizondo. uh hector elizando yeah. he's from pretty woman he befriends Julia Roberts character. Never saw the movie. He's I'm also, familiar with Pretty Woman. I just never saw the movie. No, but no, he's but anyway, I, I just pointed it out, but he's in so many, so many uh movies. Uh Grace Gray Griffin, she's a well known, well renowned voice actress. Dave Loney played he was Chopper and he was not it wasn't more in season one, but Yeah. Chopper got like one or two scenes in yeah. this season. Seth Green makes an appearance. You have, I believe it, yeah. Yeah, of course Ming-Nan Wen playing uh Fennec. Season one. Yes. You have Robin uh, Atkin Downs. He's a really again well-known voice actor. He's one of the voices in Uncharted series. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Phil Lamar is he's played, plays Bell Organa and others. Uh one of the Sykes, as we mentioned. Yeah. Rhea Perman from Cheers like that and you have D yeah that's true she's uh, the one gives him the missions yes D Bradley Baker he's all the voices of all the clone characters okay so he yeah There's you may think it's other actors it's just one actor just doing different accents
1: yeah he does a good job of uh, giving that range
0: but there's I mean again there's so many actors here and then you have Freddie Prince he was in it he played the young version he reprised his role from Rebels Caleb Dune he played oh did he say something? Yeah, as a kid, as a Padawan. That was in episode one. Yeah, he said a couple of lines. I forgot. But he changed his, you know, his voice like that. You also have Ben Schwartz. He was a. He did an episode. He's he's Sonic for the movies. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The yeah. voice
0: of Sonic, and he's also in that new vampire flick with Nick Cage. Okay. So you have again a lot of well-known seasoned actors lending their voice in here, and that's always appreciated, especially if, if there's the ones like Ian McDermott reprising his role from the franchise from the movies was there a scene you absolutely hated yeah omega no that's it that's an ongoing character but almost everything she was in in the first season (laughs) in the first season that's who i hated oh i do like like the big baddie in season one was pretty much like tarkin yeah he was, like, saying things in motions so like that, where you have, again... A, a, he, he was, like, organizing things. He was a the big proponent against the clones. Right. But then you have, on season two, Hemlock. Yeah. Hemlock is who I like. His tone, he's he reminded me of Thrawn. Yeah. From Rebels. Right? The one who wants to continue the cloning. Right. But I'm saying, the way he's, his cadence, his talking. He does sound like Thrawn. He does sound like Thrawn. And I was like, ooh, I wonder, if, like, that's... I mean, like... Did he meet throwing It was so and, and um, <laughs> It's like, I gonna mean, copied the way you talk. Well, no, because, you know, those pe- people do that sometimes. They they, they they see someone they like so much. They emulate them. They copy them. It's like that. So it could be this almost similar to that factor. You know, when I first heard him, I thought that was just Christian Slater. Yes, me too.
1: I was like, holy shit, that's Christian Slater. Yes. And then the more I listen, I'm like, no, I, I, I'm i wrong. <laughs> but right. I'm like, I, maybe the actor was like, maybe I want to channel like Thrawn mixed with Christian Slater, and mix those two together mm-hmm. and make
0: him sound cool.
1: Because um, he, he
0: does sound menacing, right? Another actor, Liam O'Brien. Yeah, he's from also Vox Machina. Yeah yeah, 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 There's the gunman. There. Yeah, I liked him. Um, um, what's his name again? <laughs> the professor. What was his name again?
1: A few moments later.
0: Unlock. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Not like yeah. He was interesting. He was only like in three episodes and they needed more of him. He would've been a great, great villain for the overall of season two. True. I feel like he's gonna be season three overall. Yeah, but it should've been more. Should've been more. Yeah. Him capturing them and how he captured them. Oh, just like. You can tell just by like how he got crosshairs. Yeah,
1: crosshairs goes to the escape and he's like, you like that? I made it, it's my own personal recipe. Although I made I like I'm more immune to it to myself because I did a little bit, but
0: what did that remind you of?
1: Oh, uh, of course,
0: Princess Bride. Yes, yeah. When he said that, I thought the same thing. Princess Bride. He's like, I was was like, did he just call Princess Bride? You have to admit, even though this is own thing, there are so many references to other movies, other uh, productions, other franchises. We had that Alien. We had that Princess Bride thing. Of course. Uh, calling back to the original films of the Star Wars, so yeah, I mean, there's of course if you watch this whole series again, both season one and two, will probably realize other influences from other movies.
1: Overall, with the show, is it great?
0: In my opinion, no. the 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 score in the eighties on Rotten Tomato, I find it extremely too high. I always say more of the seventies due to the lack of moving the story forward. Agreed. The pace, the breakdown, these side missions where we're not needed. Maybe one, maybe two. Okay, but not so much. Like with Sid played by Ray L. I thought they were done owing, owning her or owing her, excuse me, because of what Omega did in the last season. She made a bet. Oh, that, she, the, yeah, in season two. Season one. Was it season one?
1: Season two was uh, it? was the uh, uh, the racetrack. She saved Sid. No,
0: not that. No, not that. The one. or oh, that was. A, that's a callback to what? Phantom Menace. Yeah, the, the uh, pot racing. racing. Right. Absolutely. But what I'm saying in season one, I thought there was a bet that she
1: did. Oh, like double or nothing? No, no. Like it was like to make, square things out, and it was right. because of the ch- the uh, Star Wars but chess. Yes, game.
0: with Chewbacca had yeah. a, with uh, three CPO. And a, yes,
1: they were supposed to be squared away.
0: Right, but yet. Sid has still has something over them to make them do still do these, these. Yeah, it is the fact that they're,
1: you know, criminals
0: on the run. But right, but the thing is, her debt, their debt to her was paid off. So why are they still doing that? It made no sense. And so, so to come back to season two and see that just irritated me. Yeah. You know, and then again, when they're saving her, granted, they were warned that Sid's going to, stab him in the back and she did Yep. she did and i'll, I'll be happy if she gets hers in season two i would not season mind when i say season two season three i'll be happy if she's taken out or handled correctly in season three yeah, yeah. Get, get what's coming to you guys kind of yeah is it worth the watch
1: sure I would say if it's on in the background, it's all good. It's I mean, not a show that demands my focus for most of the episodes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wish that we were able to tell the viewers and, and, and listeners to which episodes to actually watch. Our focus is not that strong. It could have been an eight episode series or season. Oh, a season. Eight,
1: eight, eight, eight episodes would be fine. Just
0: to push it along, just to get that story across, to mm-hmm. get the for us to have a little more emotion.
1: Yeah, to work. feel connected to the to yeah. the main characters. I was going to say one more thing. For a guy that looks like Rambo, and they say like your his senses have been tuned to the fact that he can tap into the electromagnetic uh, spectrum, so he's uh, such a good hunter.
0: Yeah.
1: He's a poor hunter.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and, Omega and, save
1: them. in season one. And not I mean, even a good warrior. There was that moment where you thought he was going to face off against Cad Bane, and he got smoked easily. I was like, "Bro, I thought you were going to be the baddest of them all." No.
0: No. He's you're like right, I you're can right. see I can I can sense when the storm is near. That's yeah. that's it. And there's one I can't remember uh, season 2 where he was like he was in season 1 he was so badass with the knife and then like, in season 2 it was a, I can't remember but he totally dropped the ball and his hand to hand skills with the knife and I can't remember what it, what it was.
1: Was it when they were trying to like break into the the furnace and like it was the, like
0: the timing thing to get down the chimney possibly i just can't remember yeah my head. i got to, I have to watch again if i really want to know what i'm trying to remember or not. okay out of the five clones not including omega but of the bad batch who is your favorite record i love record records cool what about your second second favorite was tech no that's a lie. Crosshairs. Crosshairs is good. aggressive.
1: I, w- I, w- I was excluding crosshairs for a moment because technically he had turned, but... He's still a clone. He's still, he's still a Bad Batch man. Yeah. And yeah. I, I do love me some crosshairs. Cro-
0: yes. The way he is, it's like... Like I said, he reminded me of Rucker Howard and like... Clean Eastwood. Clean Eastwood, Dirty Harry. Yeah. Kind of... When he wants to be a smart ass is great. Oh, yeah. When he burns people, in a sense, with his words... He get, he doesn't need a gun for that. No. He'll get you with those words. And the least favorite, I would say Hunter.
1: Yeah, right? It was pretty... Because Tech brought some to the table that was good. And they even, all even, even, they, even they all Echo, like The episode with Echo where he got confused as an android, that was still entertaining, too. And that was also with the bounty hunters, too.
0: Right. So, yeah, Hunter is the like, one. But he was like more of the father. So, he was more like the... He's supposed to be the team leader. Right, but he's like the straight man. Very much so. And so everyone else are like the outside characters or the crazy ones, if you will. Where he's more like the level-headed, something like that. Just which the is level, fine. He's level-headed
1: guy who has a small tattoo to his face. Yeah, weird.
0: But I mean, <laughs> in the first season, he was pretty badass overall in a lot of things. But then it was like, he got softer in the second season. Yeah. Somewhat. I don't know. But will I watch season three? Of course. Why? Because I got to see what happens. I got to see if my... Theory of Omega being force sensitive, as yeah, if Crosshairs comes back and saves his brothers, or Rejourns is the team rejoins the team, or if Echo is truly dead. Tech. They had goes, two science guys. I know it makes it confusing. well, no, but Echo is the one with the arm missing. Tech is the savage one, which he would have some great one-liners. I'm sorry. Yeah, he did. He, he had great dry humor in that. Uh,
1: in this series like when they were argue about like who lost what that was a little bit funny to me like uh, he's like i didn't lose it it's like but you had it last right so by definition you lost it right. <laughs> and then record flipped it on them they had a great dynamic the two of them
0: the, the, the characters and then how the uh the, the voice actor um again d uh bradley baker he did a great job of able to have like a conversation almost like seth MacFarlane. And found guy.
1: Yeah, talking, i talking.
0: You know, with Quagmire, and then playing
1: uh, right off himself, and right flipping voice from one to the other and
0: all this. Yeah, and you know, like, you know, because he does like what, like, like eight characters on that show easily, easily. And then also American Dad. He does Stan, and yeah. does the the alien, and then so able to do all those characters and riff right back one to one. Now, granted, in the studio, it's not as easy as that. He says his line, and then he. And they stop recording, and then he goes into another character, says that. Mm. Or sometimes to rush time, if time's behind, he'll do all of them together. But it's just for how Baker is able to give each character their distinct voice is truly amazing. Because in Clone Wars, they pretty much sound the same. For the most part, except for like maybe two or three. These guys definitely are individuals. They're all distinct. Now, we said it's...
1: Depending on where you're coming from, worth the watch, you know, Mm -hmm. how you feel about that. Worth the buy. No, I 100% agree with that. Like, I would not
0: shed a tear if I walked past this on sale and I'd be like, "Mm, don't need it. I mean, Star Wars is a great franchise. It has so many great, amazing stories, but you don't have to, like Marvel, you don't have to like everything they give. True. There are some Star Wars fans out there that, doesn't matter what they give, what is made? They're gonna love it to the end because it's Star Wars. And then you're gonna have people that are just diehard OT fans that they think the prequels suck. They think the sequels suck. Their their real Star Wars is those three original films. I mean that that was kind of us. We we kind of said the prequel and the sequels suck. The sequels are I find better than the prequels.
1: I, I don't disagree. Right, But in comparison to OG...
0: No, but I but I also like Mandalorian.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, don't get I, me wrong I, I, I like yeah, We're talking like about the Rogue. shows. But no, yeah. but
0: what I'm talking about, for everything that's made, I love Rogue One. Rogue One, one of my top favorites. Solo is eh. Never watched it. When you do, you'll be like eh. I'll be it's ready like, for it's that. It's kind of like the prequels in a way that how there's easy explanation of how things came about. Yeah. Simple and lazy explanations. And or great. Andor is an amazing show. Uh, Before we close out, let's go over that. Let's go over. I walked myself into this. (laughs) Yes, you did. So, of shows, including Clone Wars, because they brought the last season, the finale season, to close. On on Disney Plus. So, you have the Clone Wars, you have Rebels, you have the Bad Batch, you have Obi Wan, you have Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Andor. uh, Andor. Visions, visions and, Resistance, and uh, uh, was the Legends or Legacy? Tales of the Jedi. Tales of the Jedi, okay. So, like that one. Okay, right. all right. Instead of saying all of those, how about the top three? Oh, thank God. Top three. Animated and live action. Because they're all canon, except for Visions. So, we'll opt Visions out, because that's not canon.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, then it is an a easy pick for me. Okay.
0: And or Mandalorian Rebels. So, for me... Rebels, Andor. Well, see, Andor's kind of weird in a sense of like
1: Andor feels like three short stories put together for a season. Right, but
0: it's one season where yeah. Mandalorian has three seasons in. And if you took each season, if you took Mandalorian, we said this before, we took only this first season of Mandalorian, Mandalorian tops Andor, in my opinion. Yeah. But for the three seasons now, or we're in the third season, with all this ups and downs and this these, these other things that's happened, I have to say, as of now. Is better than Mandalorian and Rebels beats all of them as a
1: a complete season. I don't disagree in that sense. Rebels, fond place in my heart for that show, and I went into that show thinking I'm not going to like it, really. And and I, especially on the first couple episodes, I was like, "Uh." but then as the story got good and it gets good quick, fantastic. Andor surprisingly, even though it's like it's even more further away than Mandalorian is from the whole Jedi thing. Mm -hmm. Brings the feels in some of the moments. Like, they have some really tense moments. Like, that. the prison jail break scene is one of the most tense moments I've ever had. Uh, Mando gives a lot of fan service, keeps you intrigued. It's got Grogu. Like, let's be honest, we still love the Grogu.
0: Mm -hmm. He's a little bit annoying, but, you know, I mean, he's starting to speak now. Ish. So, yeah. It's just like they grow very slowly, even though they age for and they live for over 400 years. It's just like, come on now. I,
1: I was telling someone, uh, like, puberty's got to be a bitch when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
0: it has to. Either
1: now, it's going to be instant or it's going to be a long confusion period.
0: What about the bottom three? Ah, Where the last one you say is the worst one. I never saw Resistance, so I can't really classify that. Okay, up. fair enough.
1: I am going to say, sadly, Boba Fett.
0: Okay, that's one. I said three.
1: Yeah, it was the least. And then I'm adding on on top of that, Obi-Wan,
0: uh, Tails. Okay, for me, Obi-Wan, Boba Fett, Resistance. Okay. So, Obi-Wan, better than Boba Fett. Resistance, worse than Boba Fett.
1: You know what? I'm not even going to argue on those.
0: Well, you, don't, you haven't seen Resistance. So you haven't Yeah. Already-
1: but two, But those my bottom two, I was like... I was pretty much like, I can flip flop between the two. Obi
0: Wan is a, is a better story and not at the same time. And and, and, and Boba Fett, Fett was
1: just like just Mando 2.0. It's
0: just like, dude, why? 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 They
1: literally give you six episodes, and one of the episodes is all Mando.
0: So I think it's safe to say that where we stand with the Bad Batch is not the worst thing. That's definitely not the best thing that we've had so far. It's yeah. in the middle. We did leave it from the uh, out of either or category. So, right. yeah, so it survived. It survived that. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything else? I think we've talked a lot uh,
1: on this. I mean, we covered two seasons. So,
0: uh, yeah, I think we're good. All right, cool. If you have seen Bad Batch, please let us know what you like about it. What was your favorite moment or worst moment? Either emails at tails of two bros at gmail.com or let us know in the description below. And also, if you have a show for us to watch or maybe a movie you would like us to review, again, emails at tailsandtwobros at gmail.com. Until next time, we'll be the next time. I'm Angel. I'm Adon. We have spoken. This is the way.